0: I one more day Team Kho My Radio airs every Monday and Friday Team Kho My Radio Welcome to the show Thank you I one more day Welcome to the 268th episode of Team K on my radio today. Happy Friday! Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, we ha- There's a lot of good things that to happened today. Um, we got we won first place. First off, yay, congratulations to Richland. And also, congratulations to all the hard work that other campuses are doing as well. Not just Richland, but everyone else as well. Because if, for- if we congratulate only Richland, but not everyone else for the hard work, it means it won't be fair. So you want to be fair for everyone, alright? So, let's not waste any time. I don't know what next we have. No plan for next week. So I'm hoping that there's something productive that's going to happen next week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh yeah, radio show. No, not radio show. It's going to be back up next week. So I hope you guys can join in and have a conversation with me. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff that's going to be happening. Um, A lot of good things I'm going to be talking about. So it's going to be pretty interesting. So you guys can hop in. Let's get into it. Make sure to it every Monday and Friday for a podcast. Hong Kong pro-democracy group League of Social Democrats says domestic security law could undermine freedoms. I mean, they're not wrong there. One of Hong Kong's last remaining pro-democracy groups has raised concerns about the United state's impending homegrown national security law, citing the legislation's potential impact on freedoms. Three members of the League of Social Democrats, LSD, who were stopped and searched by p- police officers as they approached the government's headquarters in Admiralty, held a protest on Tuesday. They chanted slogans and canteens including people above the nation, human rights above the regime, and no security law without democracy and human rights under, under watch of dozens of police officers. John Chairperson of the group and wife of detained former lawmaker Long Hair Long Guohong said the group's hope to voice their views on the legislation of the city, domestic uh, security law, while Beijing's top official for Hong Kong's affairs, Xiaobao Long, was on a week-long visit to the city. If the legislation of the Article 23 is mapped out by a government and a legislature produced by universal suffrage, there will be no concerns about foreign investments not coming in and Hong Kong's not returning, she added. And I agree. After the enactment of the Beijing Imposed National Security Law, Penn Democrats who joined the primaries were arrested and charged, Chen said, referring to the National Security Trial. A portion of Democrats who organized an unofficial election uh, uh, unofficial primary election Hopes of obtaining a majority in the city's legislature, city's civil society have been dealt a severe blow. Human rights and freedom in Hong Kong suffered a setback, she says, adding that media executives have been jailed and civil society groups have disbanded under the security law. The LSD demonstrations marked the punitive day of month-long consultation period for the legislation. Chief Executive John Lee said earlier this month that the majority of opinions received since the consultation period began were supportive of the impending law, which covers five types of offenses, treason, insurrections, theft of state secrets, and espionage, sabotage, and external interference. Yu Waipan, vice chairperson of the LSD, expressed concerns over the legislation protections of human rights. He said, authority suggestions to retain the offenses of, misprison, uh, misprison of treason, misrepresentation of treason, as opposed to government's dropping the offenses in the last legislative attempt in 2003, would pose threats to relatives and family members of activists in exile. If people fail to report treason, would that lead to the harassments or even arrests of relatives of activists who have already fled to other countries? You said? The group also took aim at the government's proposal to introduce definitions of state secrets following China's framework. The recommended definitions covered information relating to major policy decisions in China and Hong Kong, as well as matters of national defense, diplomacy, and socioeconomic development. They accused the proposed definition of being too broad and said the law could undermine freedom of speech. The group urged authorities to to include a public interest defense and the legislation He also said that the group have already been arrested for past demonstrations most recently over plans to protest the pro- the patriot only district council elections last December. chance that the group had feared to had fear to continue protesting under the security law, and that other activists and civil society groups were no longer vocal. It seems that we are the only organization to express opinions publicly through demonstrations, chance. The group protest came a day before the city's finance chief gives the annual budget address, which will outline Hong Kong's upcoming spending plans. The city ex- expects a deficit of more than 100 billion dollars for a second consecutive year. In a handout given to reporters, the LLC said the city's annual spending on we- social welfare lagged behind neighboring Singapore and South Korea. The group said. Th- the Hong Kong the government figures showing moderate inflation and low unemployment rate failed to capture the fact that Hong Kongers were traveling across the border to mainland China where they could save money on everything from daily necessities to medical services to save money. The LC added that it was difficult for the legislative council, which can no longer have an effective opposition following the introduction of patron only screening to affect Hong Kong's views. Challenges calling on sources authorities to give cash handouts of $5,000 to residents. Unlike previous years when the government issued consumption vouchers to boost the COVID hit economy, the finance chief is not expected to announce handouts this year. I mean, it's not a, surpri- it's not a surprise that the um, LSD group coming out, which is the League of Social Democrats, I'm not surprised that they're coming out during protests. Because the national security law is so vague and no one even knows what it is. Don't even tell what is inside the bill, inside the legislation and security. They're saying, well, how, does it also include protests, does it include speaking out against the government? I mean, there's plenty of stuff in there that can be really concerning for many activists. And I'm hope, and this is something that we cannot just let go, let through. We have to be, you know, be a little bit smart on that, right? Hong Kong lawmakers praise appropriate and pragmatic budget as NGO criticizes lack of support measures. Hong Kong Finance Chief Paul Chen on Wednesday delivered his eighth budget, scrapping long-standing property taxes to revive a depressed housing market, like that's going to do anything, scaling back relief measures for residents against a deficit that exceeded $100 billion for the second consecutive year. Following the budget speech, Chief Secretary John Lee said, said he shared Paul Chan's confidence and optimism in Hong Kong's future. While the city's number two official Eric Chen held the fiscal blueprint as steadfastly seeks um, steadfastly, fastly seeks progress while ensuring stability. At the opposition-free legislature, lawmakers praise the budget as providing a timely intervention to stipulate stimulate the property, the property market, but outside the chamber, one remaining opposition party and NGOs raised concerns about the fiscal plan's lackluster support for residents facing economic hardship. Hungerford Press rounds up some of the reactions to the latest budget from major political parties and NGOs. The, Demo- the pro-Beijing Democratic Alliance for the Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong DAB, the largest part, political part of the legislature, said on Wednesday that Paul Chan's budget was appropriate and pragmatic, with measures to boost the economy and support businesses under a ballooning fiscal deficit. The latest budget is appropriate to the current situation, pragmatic and proactive, said Gary Chan in Cantonese, DAB's chairperson and a lawmaker. He said the fiscal plan had adopted suggestions put forth by the DEB, including the move to scrap extra stamp duties and mor- um uh, mortgage rules. He said it will create favorable conditions for reviving the housing markets. Hong Kong's housing market has slumped over the past three years with pa- property sales, plunging from around 70- 74,000 units in 2021 to 43,002 um, last year, according to the Land Registry. The government's home price index failed for nine consecutive months to 306.4 to to in January, reverting to level seen in 2016. Paul Chan on Wednesday announced that extra stamp duties, the special stamp duty on properties resold, uh, resold, uh, resold within 24 months, the buyer stamp duty on, lo- on non locals, and the new residential stamp duty on second home buyers would be asked with the immediate effect. Virginia, chairperson of the New People's Party and convener of the Executive Council, also expressed support for the move, saying she believed more Hong Kongers would be able to become homeowners after the withdrawal of the property cooling measures. Meanwhile, lawmakers from the Business and Professional Alliance for Hong Kong celebrated this move to scrap extra stamp duties, known as, as the Spicy Measures. By chopping, by chopping prop chilies at the press briefing following the bu- budget speech. Separately, Gary Chance said the city's financial situation did not allow for a large-scale one-off of relief measures, given the consecutive deficit and a dwindling fiscal reserve. But Paul Chance still offers sweeteners, totaling around $115 million in the year's budget. Salaries and property tax reductions were capped at $3,000 half of the year half of last year's $6,000, so the consumption voucher scheme was scrapped. Gary Chan said the priority should be put at boosting overall boosting econ- economic development so that residents could enjoy the profits of growth. Holden Chow, the DB's vice chairperson, said that the government should be careful in planning its expenditures and should ensure that the budget d- does not significantly increase the burden re- uh, the in residents' livelihood. But the opposition Democratic Party questioned why the government did not consider reducing the salaries of principal officials so as to demonstrate a spirit of togetherness with residents facing hardship. If officials can't demonstrate an attitude of riding out the storm together with residents, people could feel that the government is addressing the situation in a concerted effort," said Chairperson Long King. Hey, it's a shame that the government did not mention about official salary cuts. We are very disappointed. The Society for Community Organizations on Wednesday said, also said the relief measures weren't sufficient for the city's low-income residents. The Anti-Poverty NGO said the extra allowances provided for the elderly, dis- disabled, and residents living on Social Security did not fully cover the city's underprivileged population, especially working, uh, working-class families with children. It urged authorities to consider an additional $5,000 cash handout for low-income residents. Also on Wednesday, the, the pro-business liberal party expressed disappointment with the increase in tobacco tax. Its chairperson, Peter Seale, said the said the party support people who, quit, who wish to quit smoking, but it should be achieved through publicity, work, and education. Paul Chan announced on Wednesday that the duty on cigarettes would rise by 80% per cigarette, or $16 for a pack of 20 with immediate effects, the move takes the price up a pack of cigarettes to around ninety six dollars. The significant increase in tobacco tax this time may lead to more illicit cigarettes in the market. It also adds more burden on low income individuals, she said. Not many people will like it, isn't? According to the government, isn't also hating what the bill, the, hating what the budget is, can also mean something bad. At least according to them, that's not bad. So it kind of makes no sense. It makes no sense to let them say whatever they want, while us we can't say anything about it. That shows you something. Hong Kong democracy activist Grandpa Chan charged with breaching country's park uh, count, uh, country's park uh, count, uh, country's park rules over banners at Top line rock. An elderly Hong Kong pro-democracy activist has been charged with breaching country's parks regulations after displaying a pair of Chinese letter banners online rock and last October Chun-Ki, uh, 76 years old appeared at Kowloon City's matrisses court on Wednesday for the first time since his arrest and bail four months ago police detained him after noticing reports online about signs appearing on an iconic peak which is about 400 which is 495 meters tall, high. He stood accused of violating the country's park and special areas regulation. The regulation states that visitors cannot display signs, notices, posters, banners, or advertisements in, in places under the regulations unless they have permission. Offenders face a fine up to two thousand dollars and three years imprisonment. The was granted bail and will return to court again in October and April twenty sixth. The witness reported. Last September, a picture of Chan's Facebook page showed him on, on Lion Rock holding two scrolls of Chinese couplets penned by writer Lu, Shun, Lu Shen, according to local media outlets. The couplets, the couplets can be translated as Fierce Browed, I coolly define a thousand pointing fingers, Head bowed like a wooing ox, I serve the children. Nicknamed Grandpa Chan, the actress is a member of the Protectile Kiss, a pro democracy group. Formed during the, pro- the protest in 2019, Chan was also known for his presence on the front line of demonstrations, urging calm as protesters faced up against police. He also took part in a hunger strike during the early days of the movement. Last January, Chan was ordered to pay around 510 thousand dollars to the Department of Justice after his application to launch a legal bid against the police over their display of identification during the 2019 protest was dismissed by a court. Chen's challenge alleged that it was unlawful for the police and the special tactical contingent, who is known as Raptors, to be allowed to not to, to be allowed not to display um, individuals' in identification numbers. That sounds about right, according to these government officials and government numbers, right? According to that. So we're going to talk about Jimmy Lai. We've been talking about Jimmy Lai for quite a while. You know, you always want to talk about him. Hong Kong media mogul Jimmy Lai has final say over editorial directions at Apple Daily's newspaper. Court hears the Hong Kong media mogul Jimmy Lai has has the final say over the editorial directions of Apple Daily's, of Apple Daily, a publisher of pro-democracy tabloid that closes in twenty twenty one, has testified during Lai's national security trial. Tang Pui the former associate publisher of Apple Daily. Who is testifying against her former employer for the persecution, Told the court on Thursday that the series of, of lunchbox meetings with senior executives held since two thousand nineteen lie would make the ultimate decision regarding the papers' papers editorial direction. That includes decision relating to coverage on the democracy protests that year and ensure, ensuring ensuring COVID nineteen ensuring the COVID nineteen pandemic. Because Mr. Lai is a man who holds up on to his opinions, and at times quite bossy, at the end, at the end of the day, he has the final say, she, Chan, she said and Ken't needs on the 35th day of the trial, which is scheduled to last 80 days. will also what Chen also disagreed with, with Robert Pung, Lai's lead defense lawyer, who said that Lai was primarily focused on operations and the paper's content in a general manner during such meetings. Launchbox meetings I attended were um were only attended by editorial staff, and it's difficult to separate matters. When he talked about the paper's improvement, inevitably, he would touch on how to cover the news, she said. Pong argued that Lai had not, give, had not given s- specific directions about what to report on. It's re- relatively rare that he talked about what not to report, he chance, Chan said. But let's say in 2019, it has to be the anti-extricion built execution protests. And then it had to be about the pandemic. During that period, when he talked about improving the paper, he had to touch on them. Um, She continued. For example, if he asked us to interview protesters, he wouldn't mention a specific person. Instead, he would give a direction that he he wants a little more about the protesters' side. So the... So as we know, Pong drew the court's attention to a number of screenshots from Workplace communications platform Slack, which suggested that Lai had had discussed the agenda of the Lunchbox meeting with staff. At a message dated June 18, 2019, Lai asked his employees to raise thoughts and comments on how to make Apple Days better resemble a news magazine. Pong also pointed to, to messages sent by Chung kim the former CEO of Apple. Daily's parent company, Next Digital, and Chan, in which they appear to be to summarize key takeaways of the meeting. Pa- Punk describes this message as making general points on how to improve the newspaper and follow up on the suggestions. But Chan said Lai would also comment on news angles during the meetings. For example, Mr. Lai would suggest names for writing an opinion piece, or have, or as I have testified, he had intended for. He had intended for, Chi- for the Chinese news desk to increase its coverage on the cover-up of COVID-19 in the mainland, as well as the people who touch such concerns, who who raised such concerns. She said, "People like Li Wenliang," Pang said, "like people like Li Wenliang," referring to the Chinese mainland mainland Chinese doctor who has the who was the whistleblower of the pandemic. Chen agreed. Pang said the origins of the pandemic was particularly newsworthy and. The focus and was the focus of the global news media, which I also agree with. Before the court adjourned, now the trial will continue on this Friday, so we will talk about it later on if we can find it. So it's really interesting that they can cross-examine anytime they want. No anyone, anytime they disagree or whatever, they can say anything they want. That's how the gov- That's how the government is doing right now, trying to wipe out as much opposition as they can, and they're willing to do it without any kind of consequences to them. Hong Kong 47, we haven't talked about them for quite a long time. Partner of detained Democratic, uh, Democrats' limits left public attention on third anniversary of mass persecution. Three years after the, uh, for after the persecutions and the landmark national security case, a group of 47 leading pro-Hong Kong Democrats most of them behind bars are still waiting to learn their fate. Amelia Amelia Wong, the girlfriend of Ventus Lau, has visited him on in prison every day since then. But The group is receiving less and less public attention, she said in Facebook, on Wednesday on um in, in a Facebook post on Wednesday marking the four, February twenty eighth anniversary of the group's being persecuted. As media outlets were forced to close in Times Flies, I felt firsthand. That those political prisoners are indeed gradually approaching social death. There are less and, there was less and less public attention. Chen wrote in Kentese. Being custody is not ideal, and visiting the visiting the prison is not ideal. But interesting, interestingly, suffering made us stronger and firmer, just like attending a gym and, a tra- and training muscles. Of course, this is, this is one of the one things that ever happened. Of course. So among that, among all defendants, 32 have been detained since February 28, 2021, meaning they have spent a total of 1,096 days behind bars as of Wednesday. 15 were granted bail, which, was, which is much harder to s- secure in a national security case, but two of them were detained again in 2022 due to alleged violations of bail conditions and a third have been jailed over unrelated rioting charge. Wu Jiwei, the former chair of the city's largest pro-democracy party, the, pro- the Democratic Party, is among those who have been detained for f- three full years. His mother died on Wednesday, local media report. Wu had applied to the Correctional Service Department to attend his mother's funeral, but it is not yet known whether he will be allowed to do so. Wu applied for a temporary release to attend his father's funeral in 2021, but the request was denied. Wu then sought temporary bail from the High Court and the application was granted. Social media accounts for the figures involved in the trial has been updated relatively rarely over the past years. The Facebook of Joshua Wong, a former student leader and founder of the New now defunct party Democisto, had not been updated since June 12, 2023, when the page shared a letter he had written from prison on the state's immigration wave. Lester Shum, a student leader and former district counselor has not updated his Facebook page since June 11, 2023, when he turned Surrey, his third birthday behind bars. Which shows you that the government's willing to do anything to wipe out opposition, get rid of opposition, get rid of criticism of the government. Which is like that's gonna like that's gonna make it better or something. Like I don't want any government to I don't want anybody to criticize our government. That's all we want to do. We just don't want anybody to criticize us so much. How you call yourself a government then? And you say I don't want anybody to criticize us. That's, I'm just afraid of them criticizing us. It means you're somebody's it means you're somebody's grandfather. And you're somebody's you're acting like you're a god. And you're not even a government who represents the people. You don't actually work for the people. You don't care about anyone else. That shows you, that shows the government's character that they are not willing to care. They're not gonna ever get a proper trial like they like they promised it would. I don't think the government is going to give them any fair trial, because they won't ever. Hong Kong's broad homegrown security law may curtail free speech and press freedom, foreign governments and groups says. The broad and vague terms in Hong Kong's proposed domestic security law may further curtail free speech and press freedom in the city, foreign governments and overseas legal groups have warned. The four-week de- four public consultation on a controversial enactment of Article 23 of the base law ended on Wednesday, with more than 13,000 submissions, as the Hong Kong government held a quote-unquote 90% support rate for the upcoming legislation. The Hong Kong Justice Association, this is the group right here. So local press groups, foreign governments, and monitoring um, groups have abroad have criticized the proposed Provisions as being too broad and lacking protections for journalistic activities. So, Hong Kong Free Press rounds up submissions by six locals and overseas groups or governments. The first group, Hong Kong Journalists Association. The Hong Kong Journalists Association on Wednesday released results of an online survey, which collected views from its members on the potential impact of the Article Twenty Three legislation on the news on the industry. All one hundred. And sixty respondents said they believed the Hong- the domestic security law would have a negative impact on press freedom in Hong Kong, with 90% of them saying the impact would be significant. All respondents said the definition of state secrets warrant was unclear, and they did not know how to avoid inadvertently breaking the law. Some members also raised concerns about the protections of the public interest was inadequate in the current legislative proposal, the Hong Kong Journalists Association said. There are even members who just... Described the article as a, another nail in the coffin of Hong Kong's freedom of speech, the local press group said in a statement. The journalist group submitted views to the government early this week to express concerns that the legislation could have far reaching implications for the press and would affect regular news gathering. Journalists often receive leaks from government sources, and it would be difficult for the media to determine if the publishing publishing such information would constitute an offence of a set of state secrets, as the term was too broad, the Hong Kong Justice Association said. Foreign Correspondents Club Hong Kong The Foreign Correspondents Club in Hong Kong on Wednesday called on the government to keep press freedom um, front of mind when crafting the Article 23 legislation. The group represented more than 2,000 journalists, diplomats, business people, artists, and other and others said the story should make it clear that journalists would not be targeted for doing their jobs. It was paramount to add a public interest defense clause in the legislation. While the scope of offenses relating to deaf state secrets was too broad in nature, the FCC said, in a three-page letter to the Security Bureau, Any new security legislation implemented under Article 23 should clearly define the critical distinction between legitimate journalism, and the offenses which were targeted, concerning the proposed offenses on treason, the FCC said, and said a journalist, ger- a journalist' duty involved making contacts and interviewing people who may have knowledge or information which con- may constitute an offense. But it was also a- almost impossible for the media to judge if someone, if someone's acts was endangering national security. It said. therefore, a clear statement of a Public interest defense should be included in the Article twenty three to enable news media to operate with legal bounds since the journalists since the journalists would have no intention to breach the law when making a legitimate news report. And that, that is clearly in the public interest, the press group say. Hong Kong authorities claim in a consultation documents that some forces seeking to endanger national security have used so-called artistic creations as a disguise to spread anti-government and pro-independence messages. The FCC responded by saying an unnecessary intervention in the creative media field would risk posing a real um, deterrent to uh, expressive arts. As with journalism, creative arts can also provoke constructive and helpful debate within society, even when dealing with sensitive political issues, he said. The US State Dep- the U- the US Department of State Matthew Miller, a spokesperson for the US Department of State, said in a press statement on Wednesday that the US was concerned with the broad and vague definitions of state secrets and external inf- interference in the Article twenty three legislation. Such terms could be used to elim- to eliminate dissent through the fears of arrest and detentions, the official says. The US also also raised concerns that Hong Kong's domestic security law would apply extraterritorially, which Miller said would intimidate and restrict the free speech of US citizens and residents. Arquitarian Street compounding compounding the twenty twenty national security law that has curtailed the rights of uh, the rights and freedoms of people in Hong Kong, he said. And that China's international commitments and the one country two systems framework would be undermined by the potential extraterritorial reach. The UK on Wednesday strongly urged the Hong Kong's government to reconsider the law, this is according to the UK's foreign minister, uh, reconsider the law, saying that it would have a negative impact on exercise of rights and freedoms by Hong Kongs. In a statement, For- Foreign Secretary David Cameron said, "British authorities have raised their concerns with the Hong Kong government privately. The UK was worried that." Freedoms of speech will be inhibited with the toughening of penalties of speech related crimes, while international organizations in Hong Kong may face greater risk under the vague references to external forces in the proposed legislation. Reacting to references to the, security legis- the national security legislation in the UK, Cameron said that the law was informed by the public consultation and was subject to full scrutiny of the Houses of par- Parliament. I strongly urge the Hong Kong SAR government to reconsider the proposal, engaging in a genuine and meaningful consultation with the people of Hong Kong, his statement read. Georgetown Center for Asian Law The Plan Law was highly problematic, the Center for Asian Law at Georgetown University said in a thirty one page document released on Tuesday. Citing the national security law enacted by Beijing in 2020, the research center accused the Hong Kong government of using the legislation to crack down on political opponents, including pro-democracy politicians, journalists, and activists. No new security legislation was needed at present. Researchers at Georgetown University argued, saying Hong Kong faces no known national security threats. Instead, the city's authorities were facing a crisis of confidence since the city's imposed legislation came into. Uh, came into force, and the Article 23 legislation would only exacerbate such a crisis, they said. The Hong Kong government's suggestions to widen the coverage of the aff- sedition offenses was against the global trend of, glo- of abolishing the crime, the scholar wrote, citing examples of the sedition-, sedition law being repealed in the UK and seven Commonwealth states. In any case, the proposed expansion of, sedi- of sedition suggests that the government plans to continue to use the law to, uh, to police and punish free expressions in Hong Kong, the document read. The legal researcher also said they have concerns that Hong Kong's plans to formulate a state secrets law would be, from, would be similar to mainland China's safeguarding state secrets law. A similar structure of non-transparency may follow, they warned. What was once a dialogue between government and the the government, mediated in part through a pre press academic and think-tank research and expert commentary, will instead become a a stilted and partially partially stifled conversation, the scholar at Georgetown University wrote. Hong Kong's Rule of Law Monitor Hong Kong Rule of Law Monitor, a group which says it represents Hong Kong's lawyer base overseas, published a 37-page document on Wednesday detailing its concerns. The response which the group said was written with the assistance of former University of Hong Kong's, uh, Hong Kong's law professor Johannes Chan described the domestic security law as draconian. It lacked references to the state's fundamental human rights obligations, and some terms were used were too wide and vague, the group said. Defenses for acting in the public interest, whistleblowing, and news reporting was also missing in the legislative proposal by the Hong Kong government, the group said. It raised concerns about that the, government, that the media may no longer be able to act as a public watchdog, while their ability to provide accurate and reliable information to the public may be adversely affected by under the law. The government justified draconian provisions with references to laws and other law jurisdictions while ignoring universal condemnations in the, of the 2020 National Security Law and the colonial sedition offenses, the group said in statement. It said references by Hong Kong officials to Security Law and other jurisdictions were self-serving, while consultation papers signed only the lowest and the most general criteria to generate a new catch-all and new catch-all offenses by adopting a hard-handed approach. The government's risks shutting out shutting out opportunities to improve its governance, the group wrote. I don't know why they have to be so afraid of, of Hong Kongers trying to speak up or trying to say something otherwise. There's no reason to because they shouldn't be acting like a weak government official. They should be strong enough to handle any kind of criticism. Look, if you're a government official and you can't take criticism, don't be a. Gu- Here's what I can advise you is, don't be a. Gu- don't serve the government. Don't work for the government. Or there's another possibility. They just suck at taking criticism. They're just too wimpy to take any criticism. They're like, oh, I don't want to. It's national security law. That's the reason why I don't want anybody to criticize the government. If you're, not a government, you're not a government who actually serves the people. You're the government who actually willing to do nothing to actually help nothing. Besides to actually, actually cause problems with people. That's it. That's all you do. And this is what all you do. All you do is harass people all the time. All you do is criticize people just because they have their own freedom of speech. Like, is freedom of speech so scary to you guys that you're not willing to actually do anything about it? Or you're not willing to actually allow them to speak, really? The National security law itself does not have any kind of jurisdiction when it comes to just dis- when it comes to imposing on people because they, they can use the law for anything they want just so because everything is, the legislature is not controlled by the by the government the The whole entire court system is controlled by the government, and the whole entire system is controlled by them. They can do anything they want, and for them, it's considered to be true and considered to be oh we're doing what we can by the law." But it's a law that's created by the government and it's basically our way or the highway kind of thing. All right. And we'll be right back after the break. And welcome back to the second half. Hong Kong Bar Association calls for clarity in new security legislation to avoid chilling effect. The Hong Kong Bar Association also has called for increased clarity and in narrower definitions in Hong Kong's own national security legislation. To avoid a chilling effect on lawful conduct, chair of the barristers' regulatory by Victor Dawes said at a press conference on Thursday that it was a vital importance that a proper and careful balance be struck between national security, human rights, and the rule of law. The imperatives of protecting national security and fundamental rights in Hong Kong can be, can and should be understood and pursued as complement, as com- complementary. Parts of a single constitutional vision that, that of a flourishing one country two systems doll says, a four week consultation period for the for the public to respond to the legislation to the proposed legislation closed on Wednesday. With the security bureau saying on Thursday that it has received over thirteen thousand submissions, almost ninety ninety nine percent of which expressed support for the law. And the one hundred twenty nine page documents sent um sent to the government on Wednesday, the Hong Kong bar association said it recognized that governments may draft the proposed legislation in a way that would allow it to respond with sufficient flexibility. They added that there was a countervailing need for the proposed legislation to be drafted in sufficiently pre-prescribed terms. As the greater uncertainty surrounding the practical impact of a statute, the more likely it is to have a chilling effect on lawful conduct. On the government's proposal to extend pre-trial detentions and security cases, Dahl says the Bar Association understood that more time may be needed for investigations. However, he also cited a UK law that allows the police to apply for an extension of detention only when they have reasonable suspicion that the suspect was involved in, a for- in foreign threats. The detainee must be notified for the reason for the extension and must be given the opportunity to make representations." Also. According to the consultation documents for the national security legislation, the government will seek to introduce a at least eight measures to be imposed on suspects, including extending pre-trial detentions requiring suspects to reside at a specific, specified uh, residence and barring and detain suspects from, co- from consulting specific lawyers. It's also said that under UK law, a detainee has the right to consult a lo- lawyer within 48 hours of their arrest, and that the police can't prohibit or propose their meetings with a nominated lawyer only if there was a reasonable grounds to believe that such a meeting would have a harmful effect. The arrested person must have also been notified of a police decision to deny meetings with a lawyer, which ha- must be recorded in writing. The barristers by hope the government would consider safeguarding detainees' rights, Dawson, said, and that a balanced coexistence of law enforcement powers and protections of rights would better maintain confidence within the rule of law in Hong Kong. Offences relating to insurrections, incitement to mutiny and dis- disaffection, and acts with seditious intentions, the association recommended that the government should consider uh, a good faith defense, which exists in Australian law. So there- could be a mechanism to address any unintended effects of the of the un- effect of the offense. He also recommended narrowing the scope of seditious intentions by including the requirements of about of the intentions of to incite violence, disorder, or counseling others to disobey the law. The bar also said in a in its position paper that it would be appropriate to consider whether a person had knowingly committed the offense of collaborating with external forces to render people not culpable, if their acts were not or done without any knowledge of the involvement of, a, of an external force, like uh, like foreign firms and business chambers. The Bar Association, the Hong Kong Bar Association, recommended improving definitions of state secrets and introduced specific offenses pertaining to protections of state secrets. And the the, the answer is. Would they actually able to listen? I don't think they will. I don't even think they care really. If I look, if I look, at, I look at the body languages. I look at their, um, their words. It doesn't mean a thing. Mostly, it's like they're saying, "Well, I, what would that matter? What would I care? What would I need to know?" All right. Hong Kong, uh, U.S. smears on extraterritorial territory effect of U.S. Of city's domestic security laws untenable, the Hong Kong government says the smears by the US, the smears by the u s government on extraterritorial effect of Hong Kong's domestic security law were untenable. The city's government has said decrying what is called biased and misleading remarks. The Hong Kong government on Thursday said it disapproved of concerns expressed by the u s on the enactment of the Hong Kong security law acquired under Article 23 of the Basic law. It is simply unconvincing for the U.S. government to comment at this juncture on the Hong Kong S.A.R.'s legislative proposal for safeguarding national security, especially those on the offenses relating to state secrets and external interference. An English statement from the Hong Kong government read, A spokesperson for the Hong Kong government said that providing um, proportionate extraterritorial effect for national security offenses was fully in line with international law and common practice adopted in various countries and regions. If the legislation lacked extraterritorially, it would mount amount to condoning activities threatening national security, the Hong Kong government says. The US often even often abuses long term jurisdiction and unilateral sanctions to target residents of other countries. The smears by the US government on extraterritorial effect of the Article Twenty Three legislation are simply untenable, the government says. The U.S. had conducted covert surveillance globally, the government spokesperson said, and that a former National Security Advisor for the U.S. had admitted publicly that he had assisted in planning coups in other countries. But what are the evidence, though? According to the public consultation documents released on January 30th, the Hong Kong authorities said prescribing appropriate excerpt Effects for offenses endanger national security was an essential component of law for safeguarding national security. In a press release, on uh, a press statement released on Wednesday, this U.S. Department of State spokespers- spokesman Matthew Miller described the definitions of state secrets and extrator- ex- external interference in the Article 23 consultation paper as broad and vague. Such terms could be used to limit dissent through the fear of arrest and detention, the official said. Right, the official said. The remarks came the same day that the Hong Kong government closed its four-week public consultation period for the Article 20- for the legislative proposal. The authorities on Thursday said they have received over 13,000 responses, almost 99 percent of which showed some support. During the three month consultation period for the enactment of the legislation under the Article 23 held in two, more than 90,000 views were heard. Miller also, also raised concerns that the free speech of U.S. citizens and residents may be restricted by Hong Kong's domestic security law if the legislation was applied extraterritorially. Article 23 risks compounding the 2020 National Security Law that has curtailed the law, the rights and freedoms of people in Hong Kong," he said, adding, "China's international commitments and the One Country, Two Systems framework could be would be undermined by the potential extraterritorial reach." On Friday, around 20 members of the pro of the Democratic Alliance for the Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong, the city's largest pro Beijing party. Filed a petition to the British consulate to oppose concerns raised by the U- By the UK's foreign minister David Cameron. The protest was led by lawmakers Holding holding Chow, Ben Chen, Ben Chan Han and Chang Hao Fu. With some demonstrators holding placards that reads, "The British government should stop interfering in Hong Kong's affairs and strongly condemn the government's attack and smears." Cameron said in a statement released on Wednesday that the UK was worried that. Free speech will be inhibited with the toughening of penalties for speech-related crimes, outlines in the security of legislation. International organizations in Hong Kong may also be be exposed to greater risk under the vague vague references to external forces in the proposed legislation. I strongly urge the Hong Kong SAR government to reconsider the proposals and engage in genuine, meaningful consultation with the people of Hong Kong," he said. Uh, his statement said. The DAB, the D.A.B. accused Cameron of quote-unquote smearing Hong Kong's fulfillment of its constitutional duty. The U.K. government has ignored the extremely harsh national security law passed by the U.K., the party said. The D.A.B. at the U.K. foreign minister commented un- uh, confirmed the existence of foreign interference in Hong Kong. It underscores the real and urgent risk to national security. Therefore, Hong Kong must complete the legislation of Article 23 in the in the Basic Law, as soon as possible to address ongoing external interference and limit national security risks and threats. The a Chinese statements from the DAB read. Hong Kong Security Bureau rejects rejects Cameron's remarks on Thursday night, saying he deliberately did not mention the extensive public consultation and almost three con- consultation sessions the government has conducted on the Article 23 legislation. Secretary for Security, Chris Tung, said the UK has stringent laws to safeguard national security, and the foreign minister's comment shows his double standards. The UK has no sovereignty jurisdiction or the rights of supervision over Hong Kong. The UK should stop should immediately stop interfering in Hong Kong's affairs, which are internal affairs of China, Tang said. In Tang's English statement read. Here's why I want to refute here. Them commenting on this kind of thing is not even close in my book for interference. Because they're not interfering in any way. They're not stopping the process. Of course, if it passed, it passed. But, of course, many people need to talk about it. And they need to also fight against it. Not with weapons, but more like speaking up against it. That's not, that's why I mean, of course. Because even if you, pa- Cause if you pass the laws, it causes a massive killing effect right there. What do you mean by that? It's basically this. It makes any kind of criticism harder, makes everything that you say about it harder, makes everything much more worse. Which doesn't make anything better anyway. It makes it much more Any kind of criticism of the government can create a massive problem. And if they only allow people to criticize the government, that would have been something that they should allow. Criticism is not even a crime. Criticism of the government is not a crime. The reason why it's not a crime is because they have the right to say anything what they want to say. There shouldn't be no, there should be no repercussion whatsoever. Having repercussion just because you criticize the government, it just doesn't fly when it comes to law wise. Because when because in other, if you look at other countries, there's no reason for there's no reason for you to actually like stop someone from criticizing the government saying that oh you are smearing the government smearing this and that we're not just saying hey we you guys need to think about we consider it think about it again and see it just will be if this will be good to implement We're not like hey we, we, you got stop doing this which is urging you just don't do it in the first place Telling so, you hey doing this will become concerning all right one well, final report for today. Hong Kong's Jimmy Lai was sympathetic towards frontline valent protesters in, in twenty nineteen court hears. Hong Kong media mogul Jimmy Lai was sympathetic towards frontline valent p- protesters in twenty nineteen and instructed his now closed Apple Daily newspaper to reduce coverage that facilitates public understanding of them. The next publisher has told Lai's national security trial. Valent refers to frontline protesters who use non peaceful means during months long protest for democracy protests. Chang Pui Meng, the former, associ- the former associate pu- publisher of Apple Daily, who is testifying against Li, told the court on Friday that the immediate mogul turned from it being an advocate of peaceful demonstrations to being sympathetic towards non-peaceful means during the 2019 protests. For example, on the occasions of the July 1st storming of the legislature, he asked us to gather the protesters' thoughts so that the public could understand or sympathize with their actions. Said Chen, defendant term persecution witness in Cantonese. Now, Chen said Lai was a proponent of the idea that there should be a unity between valiant and peaceful protesters at, at that time because of his support towards the whole movement. She added that she and the print division of Apple Daily, under her supervision, acted in accordance with Lai's views during the protest as she concluded her 15 day testimony. At the West Kowloon Law Courts building, Lie, so, so, pers- so the earlier in in that time, earlier in Friday, the three sixth day of the trial, lead defense lawyer Robert Pong presented to the court a front page story that re- was ran by Apple sister publication Next Digital in 2017, which Pong said featured an unflattering photograph of Lie, the founder of both publications. The court heard that Lai's Next Digital Group sold Na- Next Digital that year due to financial difficulties. Ahead of the sales, Pang said a front-page story under Chinese language headlines, Jimmy Li selling out Next Digital has suggested Lai has betrayed the publications but that no employees was punished. Chen said she was not involved in the Next mag- in max- Magazine and was not aware of this business. Simply, Pong argued that it was very common for media outlets to have different angles in the reporting, drawing a comparison betwe- between the New-, New York Times and the Wall Street Journal in the US, as well as Apple Day versus the Taquum Pao and One Way Po, both local and state affiliate newspaper. There's nothing wrong with having a particular angle of reporting, correct? Pong said to witness. Pong asked the witness. It could be put that way, Chen responded. Judge Alex Lee, one of the three handbag national security judges presiding over the case, asked Chen if if asked if Chen would agree that different newspapers could have different political stances of their own. Chen said they could, but that while a newspaper could debate the super, uh superiority of any political systems in the editorial in its editorials and commentaries, its reportage must be rooted in facts. Whatever angles of reporting of reporting the newspaper adheres to the newspaper should adhere to truth, justice, ob- objectivity, and independence, is that right? Asked Judge Esperto, the lead justice in, in the trial. Chen agreed, and that the maintenance of editorial independence within Apple Daily ultimately rested with em- each employee's own awareness. During the prosecution uh, re examinations of Chen on Friday, the prosecutor Ivan Chung asked the witness to clarify her understanding of wise comments. After he was reme- after he was in custody in, two- in December twenty twenty, the court previously heard that Lai had called his employees to hang on from behind bars via senior executives who paid him, paid a visit to him, including Chan and Chen Kim former publisher-, publisher of Apple Daily, another defense turned prosecution witness in the case. But Judge Lee brushed aside the prosecutor's questioning, adding that, uh, "Are we going to infer guilty guilt simply because of Mr. Lai saying hang on?" He he's added that last comments related to Ch- Chan Chen by Chung Kim via WhatsApp would uh, amount to hearsay evidence. The trial will continue on Monday with editorial Young Chin Ki, the last defense term prosecution witness, expected to take the stand. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty interesting once we ha- once we keep going for the next couple of weeks or so. So I'm pretty uh, distraught to see what's I'm pretty sad to see. That the situations have gotten worse and worse over time. Oh well, let's just let's just move on to something different. Let's talk about Qing'an. We haven't talked about Qing'an for quite a while. We might as well just talk about that. So China's former foreign minister Qing'an resigns as lawmaker after abrupt removal from office last year. China's former. Foreign Minister Qin Gan, who who was abruptly removed from office last year, have not seen in public since. He has has resigned as a lawmaker according to state media. Qin's resignations as a representative for the port city of Tianjin to China's 14th National People's Congress was accepted on Tuesday, state news agency Xinhua said. The foreign minister was removed after just 207 days in a job in last July without explanation. He was replaced by Wang Yi, a veteran diplomat who served as a foreign minister before Qing and who outranks him in the Chinese government's hierarchy. Qing was then removed from the from China's cabinet, the State, the state Council, in October. Seven months on, Beijing has not, still not offered any explanation for Qing's dismissal, nor why he has been see, not seen in public since then. China's representative parliament the National People's, Cong- National People's Congress is due to sit for its annual And your sessions next week. Uh, We will report on that. So don't worry. So hang in there. And we will talk more about next week. Alright. So let's move on to our actual final report for today. This is about Tuvalu here. Tuvalu's new government vows to continue special Taiwan links amidst concern of diplomatic switch to China. Tuvalu's new government on Wednesday vowed to keep its special relationship with Taiwan, ending speculation that the Pacific Island nation was supposed to switch diplomatic recognitions to Beijing. The new government wishes to reaffirm its commitments to the long term and lasting special relationship between Tuvalu and the Republic of China, Taiwan, Prime Minister uh, Felicity Tio's government said in a statement of priorities. Tuvalu, with a population of 11,000, is one of just 12 states that still has former diplomatic relations with Taipei rather than Beijing. During the election campaign, senior lawmaker C. Jinping floated the idea that Tuvalu's new government should review its Taiwan ties. That sets up a frenzy speculations about a looming shift in policy, causing the election to be closely watched from the US to China. Andrew Lin, Taiwan's ambassador to Davao, tried to end that speculation on Monday, telling AFP he had received assurances from the new government that the relationship between Taiwan and Tuvalu is firm, rock-solid, durable, and everlasting. The new government said that it wanted to reassess uh, options to strengthen and lift relations with Taiwan to establish a more durable, lasting, and, and mutually beneficial relationship. Taiwan's foreign ministry of foreign affairs has said that Deputy Minister Chin Kwang will lead a delegation to Tuvalu in the near future. Hopefully that should be something that everyone should be keeping looking at, keep a lookout on in the future of Tuvalu. I mean, Tuvalu is, is one of the small islands, so we gotta be very, you know, be not saying very cautious, but we should keep a lookout and see what's going on in the, in the Pacific Islands, in the Pacific nations, and also other parts of the world. So that should be something that people should be interested on. And the election there's plenty of elections that's coming up this week, so hope you guys can pay attention to that. And also thank you for tuning, in, guys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our podcasts. There is a radio sh- our radio shows will be back up next week um on March 8th. So hope you guys can um keep a lookout on that. That's gonna be pre- the most interesting thing you guys have ever seen. And that's it today. And we'll talk more next time. This is Team Camp My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care. Team Home, My Radio airs every Monday and Friday. Team Catho My Radio, welcome to the show. Thank you.